What's going on, everyone? Anthony Jr. here, and I'm so excited to have you back. I am your host. Happy to have you back here um, on Safety Realm again, just to get the information that you need to be safe. And in this segment, we're going to be talking about part two to the hazard communication standard. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to mainly be speaking on today the proposed changes that was put into place in the year of 2002, which was fully implemented, making sure that everybody in the private sector in America, according to the OSHA administration in my research, was fully implemented in the year of 2008. So remember, the Global Harmonized System was adopted by the OSHA administration, and this was something that the the nations, the United Nations had came up with. The nations came together and they said, we got to find a way to communicate these hazards involved with using these chemicals because you had a lot of people doing trades. You have China trading with America, America trading with other people from other nations and Iraq and all this. You got all these trades that go on between nations. And what you don't want is a chemical going out and people can't understand the actual material safety data sheet at that time that they were using, which was just, it just was confusing for people. There was no specific format. People didn't know where to go to look for the information, how they can get the information um, that it could be accessible to them. And the global harmonized system helped with all of that. So OSHA said, Hey, let's adopt this standard called the global harmonized system so that we can still make money with other nations we can do good trades and we can make sure we're being safe for not only for ourselves but also for the other people in those other nations so with that information let's proceed forward now what are some of the major proposed changes by the hazard communication standard the first is there is now what they call a hazard classification now remember all of this was done over a decade ago. So when I say now, we are in 2020. This isn't something that just happened this year. This is something that has been put into place. But I'm saying now because, you know, I'm living in 2020, you know. So the first thing is the hazard communication standard now must provide specific criteria for the classification of health and physical hazards. So there has to be criteria and specific information in regards to something that could physically or internally hurt an employee or someone who is using that chemical. Now, I know I talk about occupational safety and health, but this is also for people at home. If you're using Clorox bleach or different disinfectant spray or different stuff to clean your clothes, this information also applies to you because you need to know about the physical and health hazards that's involved with using specific chemicals. And then as well, a classification of mixtures of those specific chemicals. So that's the first thing. And then they also speak on the changes with the labels. So it states that the chemical manufacturers and importers will be required to provide a label that include that includes a harmonized signal word, pictogram and hazard statement for each hazard class category. Precautionary statements must also be provided. So when you get a Clorox bleach bottle, right, for your clothes, some people use Clorox bleach for disinfecting and cleaning, you know, things. Please make sure uh, that you read the instructions because a lot of people 
use Clorox bleach the wrong way, which is why the hazard communication standard adopted the global harmonized system so that you can get the information that you need on the safety data sheet. If you're not careful, you will not know that. And I didn't even know this for a long time. The act on the actual Clorox bleach bottle, it says to make sure you dilute the Clorox bleach that you use. So don't pour a whole bottle full and spray it, you know, on your cabinet and say, man, this stuff cleans everything. Right. It, it kills germs and stuff like that. Yeah, it, it, it may help your clothes get the stains out and, and disinfect somewhat, <clears throat> depending on how you're using it. But also you need to dilute it with water and actual the actual Clorox bleach manufacturer lets you know not to use it in its just purest form, but to make sure you dilute the actual the actual chemical product itself. So this is why the precautionary statements are also put on the actual containers. And if they're not on the containers, you will also find this information on the safety data sheets. And that actually leads us into our next um, change for the hazard communication standard. It now has what you call a SDS and SDS stands for safety data sheet. What this safety data sheet does now, which is much better than a material safety data sheet, it now will include a specified 16 section format. So now if you're trying to see the hazards involved with using Clorox bleach or using Purex or using a disinfectant, you now can go to a specific section and get that information. It won't take you 20 minutes to try to find it by reading through five or six to nine pages because different chemicals have different components made up to make a specific chemical or different elements rather that's the word I'm looking for different elements to make a specific chemical product a lot of SDS sheets may be a little bit longer than others so you may have one it may be nine pages and you may have another and it may be 12 pages it just depends on what that the elements of that chemical and what it's made up of and all the information that's needed to get out to the public and to get to the actual person using that specific chemical product. So now there is a 16 section format, which is very beneficial to everybody because now you can find what you need and you can use the product for its intended use. And then also the information and training. Now this is something that was, I did not know at first, uh, which is, I, you would think that the global harmonized system would talk about training, but according to the information that I'm looking at right now on the OSHA website, the global harmonized system does not address training. It only talks about labels, different mixtures, the harmonized signal words, pictograms and different category classes for different chemicals. It does not address training. So here in America, the hazard communication standard does address training. This is why the global harmonized system does not replace the hazard communication standard. The hazard communication standard or the HAZCOMP standard still stands. So what the hazard communication standard states is that it will require that workers are trained within two years of the publication of the final rule to facilitate recognition and understanding of new labels and safety data sheets. A lot of people don't know this about 20 years ago, again, they were using what they call an MSDS sheet. Now, that MSDS sheet, which just had a whole lot of information and people couldn't find the information that they were looking for, some of it wasn't translated, 
and the language to which they can understand. Now the SDS, which is a safety data sheet again, now addresses all of those uh, mishaps. And the hazard communication standard basically says this information must be provided to the employer, to the employee or the user rather. Let me say that the user and the employee in a actual format to which they can understand it and they must be trained on that information. Sorry, I kind of slightly lost my train of thought. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so now in the actual work environment, the employees must be trained on how to identify the hazards with using specific chemicals, how to identify what this specific pictogram mean, what this label means, how to look up the precautionary uh, statements involved with using that specific chemical. So this is why the hazard communication standard is just such a great adopt, uh, not adoption, but such a great standard for us. But also it's wonderful to know that the actual OSHA administration says we're going to look into our own standards we're going to make the necessary updates and revisions as needed and this is a prime example of why we need safety and health everywhere in the world because it's only going to help make us better and keep us safer well with that being said that's all i have today i hope that all of this information that i've given you has blessed you i hope it encourages you take this to your your boss to your friends that may not see the benefits of safety and health and just help them get a better understanding because we all together must practice safety and remember safety is health i'll holler at y'all later peace